right, I want to welcome all of our campuses to our brand new series entitled Breakthrough. Come on, can we just welcome all those that are joining us? Yes. Man, we are so pumped up. We are kicking off a new series And I just want to say this, I am so thrilled about all the new people in our church that are coming. As a matter of fact, last weekend, I probably met three or four uh, new couples in our church. And, And what we love to do at Church of the King is that we like to open the Bible and we like to teach you what the scriptures say. You know, it's interesting. I love the scripture Paul says in 1 Corinthians. Here's, here's what Paul says. He says, watch this. He says that in all things, everybody say all things. In all things, we have the victory through the Lord Jesus Christ. Why is that important? God's intention for your life and my life is not to be broken down, but to break through. I want everybody to hear me at every campus. It is not God's design. It's not God's will. It's not God's plan or God's purpose for you to be broken down by an addiction. To be broken down and enslaved, by the way, to some hurt from the past. That you can't move. Every time you start moving forward, you can't move. Why? Because you're broken down because you're tied into the best. That's not God's best. It's not God's best for us to be broken down relationally where we've got this string of broken. It is God's will for us to break through, not to break down. And one of the areas, one of the areas that a lot of people don't know. Matter of fact, so many new people in our church so many new people that, that, that they may not even understand us. One of the areas God does not want you broken down, but breaking through is in the realm of your finances. Matter of fact, the Bible, 2,350 verses for all of the young Christians or new folks. This is in the Bible, 2,350 verses in the Bible where God speaks to us about stewardship, possessions, and money of how to do it God's way. Everybody say God's way. By the way, there is two ways. There's God's way and there's the world's way. We want to do it God's way. 16 out of 38 of the parables. You guys remember when people actually used to read a physical copy of the Bible and not their phone? By the way, it ought to be a good thing. By the way, you ought to bring your Bible to church. And let me tell you, I write things down. I just memorize things. I write down. There's something. Matter of fact, I got saved in the 80s. One of the worst days of my life is when I had to get a new Bible because I didn't know where anything was. Because we would circle it on this page, and it was actually on another page. My point is, there's something powerful when we learn the principles and the promises of God's word concerning anything, and even in this area. I'm going to preach faith to you the next three weeks. You need to have a breakthrough, not be broken down. So many people's lives. Matter of fact, I had a couple. Had a couple tell me one time, he said, Pastor Steve, I'll be honest. And it was marriage. I don't do a lot of marriage counseling, and I get all emotional. I want to just, you know, just get like, What? You said, what? God, that was dumb. I mean, I'm just telling you. So they keep me in my strength zone at church. I just want to let you all know that. And I had the conversation with this couple. It was all this brokenness and all this stuff. And when it really came down to it, watch this. There's like this hand, watch this, of called debt that was crushing their soul. How many of you know it's hard to have intimacy in the bedroom when things are out of whack in the checkbook? Let me tell you why. God never designed you to be enslaved. God never designed you to be enslaved to any substance. God never designed you to be enslaved to a toxic relationship. And God never designed you to be enslaved with debt. God never designed. God, let me say, God's called his children to freedom and not slavery. And that applies in every area. God, he who the sun sets, everybody say it, free is free indeed. That's breakthrough, not breakdown. I'm going to talk to you over the next three weeks of how we can experience a breakthrough. 
We desperately need that in every area of our lives. Breakthrough is an act of removing or surpassing a restriction or a barrier. Watch this. I love this. Breakthrough is defined as any significant or sudden advance or increase. I believe one of the greatest barriers to peace in people's homes is when they are constricted by consumer debt. Had a conversation with somebody once as a pastor. I go out to dinner with my friends. Everybody's got a happy face, but we know what's going on. It's painful. And I'm not at all mitigating. I'm not trying to deny. It's so painful. And that's why the Bible, listen to me, the Bible, God told me one time, I got the whole thing, pastor. The whole point is to trust Christ and you go to heaven. Your sins are forgiven. Yes. But how many know, even though you may go to heaven by trusting Christ, God doesn't want you living in hell on earth till you get there. It's not God's plan. It's not God's will. It's not God's best. God does not want you enslaved and shackled by anything. God wants us led by his spirit. I am so fired up and so proud. I'm going to give you guys a, a statistic right after this. But I am so grateful that people, thousands of people in our church, have getting a hold of what it means to live this lifestyle. Check this video out, and I'll be right back. Uh, my relationship with money in the past was... Um, not seeing it as a tool, but of something that I needed more of, but I never had enough of. You know, when I was growing up, like, it, it, what I had wasn't enough. It actually led me to make financial decisions that, uh, you know, put me into debt. So when Aaron and I first got married, um, we came into the marriage knowing that we both had debt. Um, and we knew that we wanted to become debt-free. We knew that we wanted to walk in financial freedom. We knew that we had dreams that we wanted to accomplish in our life, um, but we really didn't know how to get there. And so um, a pastor on staff had recommended us to do the Financial Peace University small group. Uh, one of the main benefits that Financial Peace University has helped with us is uh, teaching us that we can dream, that we can dream about uh, you know, taking those trips and blessing those people that we wanted to bless that we felt like we couldn't before because we had all this stuff weighing over us, this debt weighing over us. So it's really given us a desire to dream again. We can see the end of the tunnel and we're just so excited and we're filled with so much peace and so much faith and we know that if we can do it, anybody can do it. I want to say how proud I am of not only that couple, young couple, by the way, and, and you, we don't have, you don't have to wait. Young couples, I want to say this. You don't have to wait till you're beat up when you're 40, 50, my age. You don't have to. You can get this when you're young. Can I have a big amen right there? We can learn how to do it God's way. Listen to me. Listen to me. Let me tell you a great statistic. You, you guys are not all campuses. You're not going to believe what I'm about to tell you. The last 12 years, I think it's about 13 years, we used to do Crown Financial. We had 7,000 people. We've had 4,000. We've had right between 11 and 12,000 people go through stewardship ministries here at the church. That's thousands and thousands of people of learning how to do money God's way. Can we give the Lord a hand clap for that? Come on. And I believe, by the way, that's why there's so much blessing in the people in the church. God has a way. God has a plan. God has a purpose. Romans chapter 13, verse 11, Paul writes, And do know this, knowing the time, that now it is high time, watch this, to wake out of sleep in every area of our lives. To awake. Why? For now, our salvation is nearer than we at first 
believe. The word salvation is an interesting word. Those of you that are new in Christianity, maybe this is a new concept. But the word salvation, if you circle that word, it's actually the word soteria. And here's what it means. This is what Christ did on the cross for us. Here's what the word salvation is. It actually means this. Deliverance. Protection. Soundness. Prosperity. Health. And preservation. How many are grateful for what Christ bought us on the cross? The actual word, soundness, deliverance, protection. Deliverance from what? Anything that would hinder you. I'm going to preach faith to your heart. Faith comes by hearing. And hearing by the word of God. When you hear what God's word says, you hear the scripture. Faith comes alive. You begin to see your life differently. Watch this. What you think about is what you feel about. What you think and feel, you make decisions and habits based upon that. Your lifestyle goes all the way back to what you allow to go into your mind. What are we meditating on? On the word? God's way of doing life? Man, God's way is best. God's way is best. In other words, our freedom is available. We have both the responsibility... And the authority to live a different way in Christ. Today I want to talk to you about the number one enemy. The number one enemy that people have related to money. I'm going to talk about consumer debt. It's interesting, speaking of debt, there's three psychiatrists. And they were at a convention and these three psychiatrists were talking. They go, man, who do we talk to? Who do we talk to? And they go, well, we don't have anybody to pour out our problems. I mean, we just pour them out. People pour them out us. And so they thought, you know what? Here's what we're going to do. We're going to just talk to one another. This is tomorrow morning at the conference. Let's meet at 8 o'clock in the morning. We're going to go on a walk. First guy starts. He goes, all right, all right. I'm going to pour out my heart. You guys ready? He goes, yeah. He goes, I got to tell you. He goes, I am. I, uh, he goes, I'm a shopaholic. I have like massive consumer debt. I'm just like, oh, gosh, I got a problem. The two guys kind of roll their eyes. Go, oh, jeez, man, you know. The guy goes, actually, I kind of contend to overcharge people because I got to pay off all this stuff. They go, whoa, it's a lot. Second guy goes, man, let me tell you, I got a serious drug problem. Nobody knows it. My clients, nobody knows this. And, and don't tell anybody, you know, and I just, I just, man, this is like a big deal. Y'all good? I've never told anybody this. Third guy says, what's your problem? He goes, man, I got to tell you, I got to tell you this. I've never told anybody this. He goes, but I got to tell you guys, my biggest problem, I struggle with this. I have a terrible time holding secrets. If you didn't get that, you need prayer. Come on, you know. <laughs> Listen to me. I want everybody to hear what I'm about to say. One of the greatest secrets that a Christian couple or an individual can have is when they're enslaved by debt. Man, I'm telling you, it take the breath. It literally lose your breath. The pressure on the chest. It's really no laughing matter. Here's what, I'm, here's what I found. If we do our part, God does his part. We can't expect God to do what he's told us to do, and we definitely can't do what only he can do. Everybody say, our part? God's part. That's a biblical principle, by the way. Whatever the Lord tells us to do, we have a part. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. Boom, and you shall be saved. Did Jesus die for the whole world? Yes. Is everybody in the world saved? No. Why? Because you've got to believe. Boom, to be saved. There's a guy in the Bible... It's God's part, our part, God's part. You're going to see this. We've got a part. God's got a part. God won't do for us what he tells us to do, and we definitely can't do what only he can do. In the Gospel of Mark, there's a guy with a withered hand. He needed healing. And Jesus told him, stretch out your hand. What? Stretch your hand? That's so insensitive. He said, stretch out your hand. And the Bible says, as he stretched it out, bam, the power of God hit it, and it was whole. Why? He had to do his part, and God did his part. 
I'm going to teach you guys these next few weeks if we'll do our part. I'm telling you, God will do. There will be so much miracles. By the way, if you're new at church, we believe that God does supernatural miracles in this generation. How many of y'all believe that? Supernatural. I mean, unexplainable, crazy, out-of-the-box stuff. God does that. The reality is, is that oftentimes God is waiting for us to do our part. Now, let me qualify something about debt. When I mean debt, a couple qualifications I want to make. I'm talking about consumer debt. What is consumer debt? Consumer debt is when you have credit card debt with no asset attached to it. You've got all this debt. There's no asset, right? I understand all the business people. Oh, Pastor, what about business debt? If you have an asset towards, uh, attached to a debt, that's a different thing, according to Dave Ramsey. However, when you spend uh, and you go on vacation, you put on a credit card and you pay it off seven years later, that's a problem. It's called consumer debt. That's the stuff that strangles us. Because you can't sell it and get out of it, right? Why? There's nothing attached to it. Pastor Steve, what about, what about a house? Dave Ramsey, financial peace. Crown Financial talks about appreciating asset. Obviously, 15 is better than 30-year loan. I'm not a financial planner. You go to those classes, but I will say this. I'm specifically talking about consumer debt. That means if you had to take a line of the credit and there's no asset attached to it, that's what I'm talking about. It's credit card debt. There's no asset attached to it, and there's no way to pay it off and, 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 without God's help and us being real intentional. You can't sell something, get rid of it. Boom. This truth from the Bible is revolutionary in couples' lives, single people's lives. I'm speaking like a dad. I'm 52 years old. I've been doing this a little while. Here's what Paul said. Pastor Steve, is it wrong, is it, is it wrong to have debt? I explained the difference. Here's what Paul said. Owe no one anything except to love one another. Why? For he who loves another has fulfilled the law. The point is, it's best to have none whether consumer or business that attach to an asset, I would like to say, let's just, let's just try to wipe everything out so that we're not shackled in any way. The good news is God wants us to experience breakthrough, not breakdown. All right, if you have your notes, I'm going to give you what God has told us to do in the natural, and then I'm going to talk about what only he'll do in the supernatural. By the way, the word supernatural. It means it transcends the natural. We do the natural. God puts his super on top of it. You see that? All right, here we go. Number one, breaking debt natural. The first thing that you got to understand is this. Deuteronomy 8.18. God has anointed you for a purpose. He's given you gifts and talents and abilities for a purpose in the earth, in the generation he's placed you. Here it is. Deuteronomy 8.18. And you shall remember the Lord your God. For God, he's the one that gives you power to get what? Everybody say it. Yes, that's a, that's a Bible word. It's in church. God said that. I've given you power to get wealth, but there's a purpose for prosperity. Why? So that he may establish his what? Say it. Covenant in the earth. Now, let me just say this. Unapologetically, the Bible talks about success as a Bible word. Joshua chapter 1. God wants to prosper you. God's given you gifts and talents and abilities and creativity and ideas and all of that. Why? God is giving you and I that so that he can bless us to establish his covenant in the earth. That's the reason why. We've got to understand that. If you don't see it that way, if you don't understand God's intention, it's the why question. Not the what, but the why. Why does God do that? To establish his covenant in the earth. Yes, to bless your family, but to be a blessing to the generation, to, be, to see the gospel go throughout the rest of the earth. All right, so let's talk about some things in the natural. A, 
Pastor Steve, how do I attack this in the natural? And then how does God show up? A, know how much debt you have. Question, if some rich person came up to you and said, God spoke to me to pay off all of your debt. Do you even know how much debt you have? How many of y'all are going to go home and find out just in case? Come on, are y'all with me? The fact of the matter is, is that we've got to know. You ever walk the room and just got all kind of stuff everywhere? You got clothes everywhere, you got books everywhere. You're like, oh, wait, wait, wait. You're not sure where to walk? Question, if God showed up and said, I'm going to pay it off, could you even tell him how much it is? I'm asking you that. Sometimes it becomes so painful in our lives, we don't want to look at it. We don't want to recognize it. We don't want to answer the phone calls. We don't want to do it. Why? Because we know what that's all about. Number one, we've got to have an accurate assessment and understand where we are. Number two, we've got to have a plan to attack it. Now, I added in the back of the notes, I'm a big Dave Ramsey guy. I added in the, and Crown Financial, I added in the back of the notes that you'll think, you'll see this thing called snow, the snowball effect, how to be able to address that. And you guys can write it down. A lot of places have it, but there's something that I like about this pr- plan. You guys check that out. C, all right, here's a big one. We're talking about consumer debt. We have to see it as an enemy in our lives. All right, watch this. Here it is. You guys ready? Credit cards are not your friends. Now, now, I got somebody yesterday, because, you know, I was, we have Saturday night service. go, well, pastor, pastor, wait, I get points. Okay, time out. You're using your credit card as a charge card, not as a credit card. That's nothing wrong with that. So I, people use a credit card, right? So the difference, you can have a credit card that's not used as a credit card. It's actually used as a charge card. You know what the difference is? You pay it off every month. So there's nothing wrong with that at all. You use it, you pay it off. You use it, you pay it off. You use it. So I'm not, so I want to make that qualification because I know there's legalistic people in our church. Actually, not at this church, but the churches outside of here that your friends are, okay? So what I'm talking about is when you charge something on vacation and you pay it off four years later, that's credit card consumer debt. So let's talk about this for a moment. The world is trained to get you enslaved. You know that, right? I was at Academy, and I like Academy. Okay, I won't use Academy. Although it happened there, I'll use another store. So it was a store... And I won't tell you the name, and uh, some of y'all may work there. And uh, I, I walked over there, and this sweet young girl, she's probably about 20 years old, she goes, uh, would you like a credit card? No, no, no. You know, they give you the thing. And I understand the whole deal. she got to sell, upsell, do the whole thing so you get, you know, credit. Maybe she gets a bonus. I don't know. Point is, she goes, you, you need this credit card. You don't have to pay anything for like 10 years. <laughs> of course, I said to her, I said, no, I really don't want that. I, no, seriously, I, no, I, don't, I don't need that. I, I'm, I'm with that. She goes, no, 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 you really need it. She gets your friend. They start building a case. <laughs> so you know what I did as a loving pastor, kind. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not. You know what I did? I built a case. I got a guy. I said, hey, bro, come over here. I don't know you. Tell these girls I don't need one of these cards. <laughs> there are people. They won't let you leave the place. They are trained. Are you with me? If you work for that company, I'm sorry. But they're trained to get you enslaved. I had somebody told me one time, have 32 credit cards. Every place, every shop, I got a credit card here, credit card And you forget about it. Why? Because it's all over the place. All right, so here's the deal. So, Pastor Steve, what do you do? I'm going to tell you this. Number one, I got an American Express when I was in college in 1988, a green American Express. It's a charge card. I had to pay it off every month. All right. Then I had an American Express. I have an American Express that's a credit card that I pay off every month. Okay, now wait, wait, wait. wait. And then my wife and I share that credit card. I had a, 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 a MasterCard for 31 years. Two months ago, 
I, I said, we don't need that car. Why? This gets confusing. Boom, get, let's get rid of it. By the way, listen, it's virtually impossible. It's close to, it's not exact, it's close to the resurrection. It's almost that hard to be able to, quote, stop a credit card. I had four people call me from four different continents four days in a row to ask me if I'm sure I want to get out of that MasterCard. How many know what I'm talking about? Raise your hand. You know exactly what I'm talking about. I had a guy, are you sure that you want to stop that? I'm, I'm, Bro, like I told like three people ago, I'm sure I want to stop that. <laughs> That's their strategy. Are you with me? To enslave you so you can have peace with your wife when you go to a restaurant. Why? Because you've you got so much debt and so much. So we want to be wise with this whole thing. Charge card, different than credit card. Yeah. You're going to have to make some choices. Sometimes you have to go without. My wife and I, I got... I got Graduated from college, went to Bible school, came back, went to seminary, and, I, there, and then I got married. My wife and I got, when I got married, I was 26 years old, had some friends, man, they're getting all kinds of stuff, charging up stuff, you know, just all kinds of stuff. And I just said, hey, we're not going to do that. I was discipled very well. Listen to me. I was discipled very well by my dad, by a businessman, and a pastor in a church in, with money. And they just, Steve, don't do that. Don't, 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 don't get enslaved to that. And so I remember my wife said, hey, we're not going to get it. We're not going to get any, you know, and it's, it's a lot of pressure, right? You want to, you want to have something? I'm like, no, no, we're not going to go get enslaved. We're not going to go do all that stuff. We're going to just, and, and, and I, now I will say this. I had this precious woman of God that brought me and I said this and she may be watching this and it was amazing. I'm very grateful, but I had a couch that was a maroon couch with a big parrot on it. She gave it to me. It was precious. <laughs> ah! You know what I'm talking about? And, and she's precious, and she's a woman of God, and I'm very grateful for that. My point in saying that is it was very, all, all, we, we, just, we just, but over the years, young people, listen to me. I feel like this old guy. I kind of am. <laughs> Don't go by way of the world and get enslaved that way. Right. Are you with me? Don't. It'll steal your peace. It'll steal your joy. Come on, folks my age. Is that not true? Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Pay cash if you need to. If you can't do it as a charge card. Pause. Everybody say pause. Ooh, this will be every major purchase. Wait at least 24 hours. If you're married, oh man, just, let me just say this. Pause, 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 pause. Man, you go to a car place, well, you drive the car. No, we'll take a picture of you in the car. It'll be amazing. We'll just drive it. No, no, I don't need it. Just pause. No major purchase. I gotta, I gotta wait a 24-hour cycle in this thing. I'm going to help some marriages right here. Everybody look at me. Don't ever make a major purchase without being in agreement with your spouse. If you want, listen, if you want to lose revival fire in the bedroom, go do that. I'm just telling you, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Let me give you another one. Is this helping anybody? Three people. I'm excited. Okay, here's another one. Here's another one. So, it's, so, it's, so what is it? It's know how much debt you have. Plan. This is all Dave Ramsey 101. This is Crown Financial 101. Credit cards are not your friends. Do without. Pay cash. I understand charge cards, points, and all that. Pay it off every month. Pause. And here's another one. Give. Here's what happens. You know, when I finally get out of this, then I, no, let me tell you, tithing is the foundation that opens the windows of heaven that God, God shows up and releases his power. Listen to this, Proverbs chapter 3, verse 9 and 10. Honor the Lord with your possessions, with the first fruits of all your increase, so your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will overflow with new wine. Putting God first is the foundation of this whole thing, of inviting God into your resources. I got to tell you this, my dad, I'm, I, my dad is an attorney, 
And he, in the 1980s, those of you that are part of the New Orleans, I know we have campuses now in Atlanta and stuff, but those of you that are watching online, the oil downturn in the mid-80s, some of you guys know exactly. He, he, he had another business. He got, there was a lot. He was just, it was really tough for him financially. I had just become a believer, a Christian during that time. And I saw my dad, and many of you guys in our church know my dad. I saw my dad honor God, tithing. Matter of fact, over and above that, giving offerings to the poor, the pastor would call him at the church. And my dad would say, I saw my dad, literally, he would say, anybody, I want to help him pay electric bills, mortgages. I saw my dad take the word of God so seriously and by faith walk, and yes, did all the stuff in the natural, but invited the supernatural in. I saw my dad obey his way through that. The power of God. It may, I'm going to tell you, it marks something. It's one thing to learn it through a book. It's another thing to watch somebody live it out. Amen. How many are grateful for godly examples in our lives? I'm telling you, it's powerful. And I want to say this to any of you, all of our campuses. Man, you begin, you honor God with the tithe. Boom, it's the foundation. It starts, it starts the blessing in our lives. Now, watch this. Everybody say, our part don't miss this. Don't miss this. I got 10 minutes. Everybody look. Our part. And then, watch this. And everybody say God's part. Okay. I want to establish this fact. We believe in the supernatural miracle power of God at Church of the King. Unexplainable things. God shows up and does unexplainable things. I'm going to show you two. One in the Old Testament, one in the New Testament. I'm going to pray for you guys. I believe that we're entering into a month of miracles. I'm going to tell you why. Watch this. Second Kings chapter four. This is so exciting. Everybody say, our part, God, God's part. All right, here it is. A certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets cried out to Elisha saying, your servant, my husband is dead and you know that your servant feared the Lord and the creditor is coming. Boy, you ever felt that? The creditor is coming. <laughs> Had a guy tell me one time, I can't answer, I can't answer the phone. Because it's the creditors. Got to hide the car down the street. People have been there before. Maybe you've been there before. Creditors coming. To take my two sons to be slaves. Why? You paid it off in the Old Testament. Your indentured servants had to pay their way out of this by working to pay off that debt. So Elisha said to her, what shall I do for you? He asked. And by the way, that's where we are these next three. God, we need help. We go to God. Watch this. He says, what can I do for you? Tell me. Your maidservant is nothing in a house but a jar of oil. Then he said, all right, go borrow vessels. Go back. It's all she had. A little bit with a huge need. Go borrow vessels. From everywhere, from all your neighbors, empty vessels. Do not gather just a few. And when they had come in, you shall shut the door behind you, you and your sons. And then pour that oil in that little vase into those vessels and set aside the full one. She's probably going, this is crazy. This is crazy. This is crazy. This is crazy. So she went from him and shut the door behind her and her sons who brought the vessels to her. And she poured it out. And now it came to pass when the vessels were full. She said to her son, bring me another vessel. And he said, she's getting excited. She's like, God's showing up. It's amazing. There's not another vessel. So the oil ceased. And she came and told the man of God. And he said, go sell the oil and pay your debt. And you and your sons live on the rest. What did she do? She, she, she had the vessel and a vessel and a vessel and a vessel. By the way, by the way, by the way, 
Who said when we obey God, it may not look a little bit foolish to other people? I had a couple told me this week, a guy told me this. He goes, you know, it's crazy, Pastor. My wife and I, about a month ago, or maybe six weeks ago, because we were, we were leaving church, the Holy Spirit spoke to us, sell your house. And I'm like, and he's like, man, that's crazy. He goes, we put up for sale. He goes, Pastor Steve, we got so much money for this house. We paid off all of our debt, got a deal on another house. He goes, it was crazy. He goes, let me tell you, he goes, it was so out of control. I go, what on earth? You think it's not crazy going to get vessels? What's this all about? God's going to speak to some of you business people. I'm telling you, to do things, to believe God. Let me just tell you something. God's a miracle working God. We got to do our part, but then God shows up and does his part. Can you imagine when she's pouring out the oil? She's looking at our boys going, this is crazy. This is happening. I mean, she got excited. She got to the end. She goes, go get me another one of those vessels. We forget how interested God is in our lives in the here and now. God does not want you enslaved. God wants you free. God wants, he'll do what I'm telling you, the supernatural. Go sell all. Pay off all your debts. Pastor Steve, do you think God will do Let me tell you, I heard, man, I forgot to say this in the last service. Had somebody, the church was young, came to me. They were enslaved. $200,000. This was years ago. To a medical bill, two hundred thousand. They didn't have the right insurance. Something happened, and they were just. Pastor, I wake up every day. I just, I, I feel like I can't breathe. Prayed with them. This church early. I mean, it's probably two thousand two, three, five. I mean, it's way long ago. I said, Pastor, you're not going to believe. I'm mean, there believing God. They're doing their part. They're believing God. They're honoring God. They're doing all their part. I said, Pastor, I remember the day. Literally, they came, and I'm not joking. Literally, like fell down on the ground. Pastor, you're not going to believe this. You're not going to believe it. I said, what? They go, they called me. They erased the whole thing. I said, the whole thing. Listen, listen. Now you say, that's a little emotional. If $200,000 of your personal debt was paid off, you'd fall on the ground too. You say, Pastor Steve, will that happen for me? I don't know what will happen, but something's going to happen. Let me give you guys one more. Everybody say miracles. Listen to me, listen to me. Some of you need a breakthrough. You do your part. You do your part. Start, start, start. Don't wait. When's God going to do a miracle? When's God going to do a miracle? When you start your part. Sometimes we want God to do stuff for us and we don't want to obey. That's called magic, by the way, not biblical Christianity. That's not called biblical Christianity. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you shall be saved. Biblical creation, Christianity takes our part. We don't initiate, but we participate. And God tells us what to do. I'll give you one more. Did you guys know that Jesus had a tax problem one time? He did. Peter and Jesus had a tax problem. I'll read this last one. Miracle. I want faith to come in your heart. I got one minute. Listen, listen. This is powerful. Matthew. I know some of you new people are going, this guy's crazy. <laughs> Jesus had it. Well, it's in the Bible. It's in the Bible. This is in the Bible. This is in the Bible. Matthew chapter 17, verse 24, when they'd come to Capernaum, those who received the temple tax came to Peter and said, does your teacher not pay the temple tax? And he said, well, yes. When he came come into the house, Jesus anticipated him saying, what do you think, Simon? 
From whom do the things of the earth take customs of taxes and from their sons or strangers? Peter said to him, from strangers. Jesus said, then the sons are free. Nevertheless, lest we offend them. Go to the sea, cast in a hook, take the fish that comes up first. This is crazy. This is crazy. But this is in the Bible. I know some of y'all are going, man, I'm going to Point Lahash. Come on, y'all with me? I'm going fishing, baby. I'm getting one of them charters. I'll charge that, but then I'm going to believe for a bigger coin. I mean, I don't know. You know, listen, wait, 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 wait. And when you have opened its mouth, you shall find a piece of money. Take that. Give it to them for me and you. Supernatural. The Bible is filled with supernatural debt cancellations. Listen to me. I heard, I had a a guy, listen to me. I had a business guy call me this week in the oil business. The pastor, I got to tell you, this is crazy. This is, now, any of you in the oil business, you know exactly the last six years, it's been pretty dry. And he says, Pastor Steve, it's crazy. What's going on? He goes, even in COVID, down, he goes, there's so, he goes, he named like three miracles. He goes, if this wouldn't happen, then this would happen. If this wouldn't happen, this would happen. And I told him, I said, let's just thank the Lord right now. I started crying. I'm in the car. I'm like, this is kind of embarrassing. But I started crying because I know this guy and I know what he's gone through and I know he's been faithful. By the way, he's continued. Everybody say, do my part. You got you, you to gotta keep, do, keep obeying. Well, here it is. You gotta, that's the natural. Do your part. Keep, here it is. Here comes the super. Here it comes. Do your part. Do your part. Do your part. Get aggressive. Do your part. Now watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Boom. The super comes on that natural. And let me tell you, listen. Miracle power. Pastor, do you believe miracles? Oh, yeah, I do. Yeah, I believe in it. Not just because the Bible teaches it. That would be enough because I've experienced it. Supernatural power of God. How many of y'all believe in God for the supernatural in your life? All right, I'll close with this. The greatest debt, the greatest debt that needs to be canceled off of our life, it's not a financial debt, it's a sin debt. It's a sin debt. Hey, here's the thing. You'll never be able to pay off that debt. Here's another thing. Not a human being can pay off that debt but it was canceled by Jesus on the cross. When Jesus Christ died on the cross, the Bible talks about the debt, the debt, the weight of sin was against each one of us. But when Christ came, his blood purchased and paid off our debt. Question, are you, at right, are you right with God? I'm asking everybody, every campus, those that are joining us online, are you at peace with God? Has your debt been forgiven? Have you felt the weight of your debt come off of you because you've trusted Christ? I'm going to ask everybody to bow their heads. Can you? Every campus, I sense the presence of Jesus right now. The Holy Spirit is here. If you say, Pastor, I need Christ. I'm not sure about my relationship with God. I'm not sure if I died today that I'm ready to stand before God. Here's what the Bible says. Whoever calls upon the name of the Lord. That's our part. We got to call out to God. Here's his part shall be saved. Yeah. Jesus, I need you. Forgive me of my sin. Cleanse me. Make me new. That's, we got to do our part. We confess Christ as our Savior. Yeah. He died, was buried, and rose again. That's his part. He saves us. Question, are you at peace with God? Maybe you've walked away from God. Maybe because of COVID. Maybe you got distracted. Maybe you hadn't been around for a year, almost two years, and you've allowed yourself just to get, and you're like, man, today is the day I'm making a fresh commitment to Christ. I'm not going back and living that way anymore. I'm going to serve God. You need the blood of Christ to wash you, to cleanse you, to 
and make you new. Everybody's heads bowed and eyes closed. Every campus, pastor, pray for me. I need Christ. I'm not going to embarrass you and ask you to come forth, but right where you are, I'm going to ask you with a show of hands. Pastor, pray for me. I need Christ. If that's you at the count of three, would you just lift your hand up high? One, two, three. Quickly hold your hand up high so I can see it. God bless you, ma'am, right there. God bless you. God bless you, sir. God bless you. God bless you, sir. God bless you, sir, as well. God bless you up top. Anybody else? God bless you. God brought you all today. Jesus loves you, man. God's not mad at you. God bless you. God bless you guys right there. Yeah. God loves you. He's not mad at you. He wants to forgive you and cleanse you, make you new. Yeah. Church family, let's pray with those that are trusting Christ. Can we do that? The most important prayer they'll ever pray. Right here. This is the moment. This is the most important prayer that you can pray. Church, let's pray with them. Say, dear Jesus, I come to you today. A sinner in need of a Savior. Say, Jesus, I repent of my sin. I let go of my past, and I turn to you. I turn to the cross. Say, Jesus, wash me with your blood. Give me a new heart, a new life, a new reason to live. I, I want you to say this. Say, Jesus, I take my life, and I put it in your hands. Let me, let me pray right now. Holy Spirit, I thank you for your word going deep in the hearts of your people. You're a God of transformation. You change us. Forgive us. And cleanse us. We're grateful. In Jesus' name. Wow, what an amazing message. And hey, if you're making the decision to give your life to Jesus right now, we are so excited. This is the best decision you can ever make. Yes, and we have people who are trained and ready to talk to you if you have any questions on what it means to follow Jesus or even if you have prayer requests, we have people who would be honored to talk with you right now. So please let us know. Absolutely, and we would also love to give you some resources as you begin this new journey of following Jesus. So if you would text the word decision to the numbers 822-822, one of our pastors would love to follow up with you. Well guys, that concludes our service this week. But before we go, we wanna give you another challenge, another opportunity to invite someone to join you next week. We cannot wait to see all that Pastor Steve is going to teach us about breakthrough in our finances. So grab someone, grab some coffee, and we'll see you here next week.